You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, we're going to talk about the secrets of motivation. Have you ever struggled starting something or just keeping consistent with things that you know are probably good for you to do? If so, this episode is for you. And as usual, stay tuned because I'm giving away a free hypnosis guide. No, try not. Do or do not. There is no try. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. What is going on, people? It's David Wright. We are back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast. You know, here we are. We are again. <laughs> we here. Here we are again. Yeah. <laughs> we are here at the Podcast Detroit Northville Studios. Yeah, I always have. I, I really enjoy having you here. Oh, I really good. do because well, some I'm of the, glad some of the things that you talk about just kind of get me thinking, and I hope uh-huh. your listeners it gets them thinking as well because uh, it just it, it sparks memories. Uh, I think your last episode you talked about you know, inspirational movies, right? And it, yep. it kind of prompted me to go back and want to watch these movies just to get inspired again because right now. Life sucks. You know, COVID-19 well, sucks. So yeah, it you does. Need, you need something in your world to help motivate you and get you oh, that. Oh, absolutely. Just to make you feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Th- so thank you. good for you. I appreciate <laughs> yes, that. Yes. That was all for me. <laughs> it was. <laughs> so that was Matt, if you guys don't know, by the way. Those of you who have not listened, he helps me out in the booth. All I'm doing is pushing buttons, man. Well, I think you're doing more than that. All right. Fair enough. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> There it is again. <laughs> So let me tell you where you can find me other than here on the podcast. Uh, my website is MotorCityHypnotist.com. You can find my podcast page there along with my uh, storefront with a lot of cool stuff, a lot of cool products, including MP3 recordings, hypnosis recordings, uh, eBooks, a lot of good stuff there. So take that, a, take a look at that. And on social media, you can find me on Facebook and YouTube, Motor City Hypnotist. And also on Twitter and Instagram, Motor City Hypno. And I'm also uh, on Patreon. If you would like to support the show financially, that would be greatly appreciated. Patreon is a site for uh, creators where they can post their stuff and and get um, monetary contributions for it. And and the way that works is there are different tiers, you know, tiers one, two, and three on my page, I believe. And you get different things for different tiers. And, and most of it is very, very minimal as far as is uh, monthly, uh, monthly donations. Uh, but there we do have uh, coffee mug, T-shirts, like swag from the show. We, we, can, we can push swag. That's cool. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. So take that. Take a look there. I'm on Patreon at Motor City Hypnotist. And as we do in every episode, I'm uh, just giving away my free hypnosis guide. That's just a link that will be in the show notes. 
It's a one, probably one and a half page PDF that just explains hypnosis, kind of what we did in our very first podcast way back when, first two podcasts, mm. when we talked about hypnosis and and uh, dispelled some myths and misconceptions. So that that is kind of a, a little synopsis of, of what hypnosis is. So take a look at that and just grab it. <laughs> so wherever you listen to the show, whether it be Apple, iTunes, wherever, Apple or iTunes, which is the same thing. <laughs> Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts, <laughs> yeah. please subscribe. Uh, please subscribe to the show. That helps me out. And also leave a review because reviews help me and it, it gets me more visibility and helps the show to grow. So I would appreciate that very much. And please join me each week as I co-host the Psyched by MG podcast, which actually will be on a little bit uh, later tonight. Uh, not, I, th- yeah. yeah, there will be an episode on. Yes, yes. Absolutely. This episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast is brought to you by Banner Season. Online marketing is saturated and people rarely open their emails. Are you in sales or does your business market to customers? How do you connect with family, friends, and clients? Banner Season takes your marketing into the real world by delivering kindness and thoughtfulness directly to your clients physically. Imagine the excitement of your family, friends, and customers as they receive personalized cards and gifts in their mailboxes. Go to bannerseason.com forward slash fantastic and begin today to express kindness and make connections with others. That's bannerseason.com forward slash fantastic. And as usual, that link will be in the show notes as well if you want to check that out. It's a great program that I use. And again, disclaimer, I'm, a, um, I'm, I'm an affiliate for them, so it does not cost you any more. But I do benefit if you sign up or use the service. So I would appreciate that. Thank you. It is time for our winner of the week. That's how winning is done. All right, our winner of the week. Thank you, Sylvester Stallone, yeah. Rocky. We we just talked last episode, uh, last podcast about inspirational movies. So mm-hmm. we've been talking a lot about Rocky lately. Spoilers, uh, number one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go back and listen to that. You'll, you'll enjoy that one. So our winner this week comes from Brooklawn, New Jersey. Lisa Mullen has been a waitress at the Empire Diner in Brooklawn, New Jersey for the last four years. Um, single mom waitress. She was laid off from March until June due to the COVID crisis. Hmm. Just as she was going back to work in June, her car broke down. Oh my goodness. So she was using Uber to get to and from work every day. That's expensive. Well, especially being a waitress, how much do you make? You know, I I imagine you would probably be Uh, 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 taking home very little. An Uber ride. That's how much she makes. Mm -hmm. Breaking even. Yeah, Maybe. So a local couple who were regular customers at the Empire Diner gave Lisa their 2006 Nissan Altima as a tip for their meal. Mm. They gave her one of their vehicles. Wow. Just just as a tip. Well, I, I'm sure it was, a, it was a tip, but it was like, oh, we, we see you're in need. Mm-hmm. But they, they just gave her a car so that she would be able to get back and forth to work, continue to make money for her family. And not have to worry about transportation. Right. Wow. And again, as as many of these stories, many of our winner of the week stories go, the couple asked not to be identified. Well, you know. Anonymous. Anonymous is just fine. 
It is. It really is. And that, and that, and I know we've said this before, Matt. It, it's people who, who tout that they've done something. It, it's it kind of loses some of its meaning then, because because you're it's it's not really altruistic at that point. You're just doing it so you can be noticed. Mm-hmm. So to anonymous couple who gave their vehicle to Lisa Mullen, you are our winner of the week. Thank you. How winning is done. Yes, it is. So, back to it. So, our topic today is motivation, and and I label it secrets of motivation. And and I don't know if they're. I, I'm going to call them secrets because maybe you don't know some of these things. Um, but I think motivation is a very maybe misunderstood thing because most of us will say, "Oh yeah, I should work out," or "I should." Uh, I don't know. Somebody might want to go back to school or somebody needs to to finish their homework, <laughs> you know, and it's like, oh, I just I just can't get motivated to do this. And I guarantee that that every one of us has procrastinated or put something off that we know needs to be done. Right. So so in general, I, I guess the, what I would describe motivation as is like the overall willingness to do something, whatever that something is. So it's a compilation of emotional and cognitive forces that compels you to take action. Hmm. Now, I, I don't want to complicate it, but it just says your emotions and your thinking tells you whether to take action on something. Uh, and that's where motivation comes from. Now, there is a, there's, a, there's a great quote by Stephen Pressfield, uh, who wrote the novel The War of Art. And he states in there, at some point, the pain of not doing it becomes greater than the pain of doing it. So, so I'm I'm going to say that again because I think this this leads into procrastination and why things put why people put things off. At some point, the pain of not doing it becomes greater than the pain of doing it. So, I could give you a ton of examples from my college years where I knew I had a final exam in a month away, but. It's a month um, away. It's a month away. Um, I don't have to worry about it right now. So, so the pain at that point wasn't enough to make me do it. Now, the night before, when I had to put an all-nighter uh-huh. and try to cram for it, that's when the pain become it became the pain of not doing it became greater than the pain of doing it. It's it's forced me into action at that point because I didn't have any other choice. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm sure a lot of you had have have had this experience where you just put something off until you're forced to do it for whatever reason, whether it's a time frame issue, whether it's something that, that, you know, uh, somebody else is pushing you to do, like if you're at your job or work. So that's, that's kind of the essence of motivation. Every choice has a cost. Um, but it's, but it's, it's a, at a point you cross this mental threshold. And again, especially after procrastination and, and facing an urgent deadline, it just becomes more painful not to do it. You, you get forced into action. So what can we do to increase the likelihood that you can kind of break that habit, that you're not going to wait until that pain switches over until it forces you to do it, to, to be motivated, to take action, to, to uh, change your, your habits? And we talk a lot about habits on this show. We talk a lot about mental habits and our subconscious thinking and how habits just become ingrained. And, and this is one of the things you probably all know, and maybe you are one, that our 
procrastinators. That's just how they work. That's how they live. Right. Every, nothing needs to be done until the exact deadline where it has to be done. Big pet peeve. Last yep. minute stuff. You mm-hmm. know? <laughs> and, and sometimes people just get into that habit and, and they don't they don't necessarily enjoy it, but they don't know any other way to do it. They, they don't know any other way to function because that's how they've that's how they're locked in now. Right. But I would guarantee that most of those people would say to you, oh, I'm, I'm so stressed all the time. I'm always anxious because everything is, a, you know, I feel overwhelmed because everything is due right now. I wonder why. <laughs> well, no, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, the, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, be, and, and when you put things off, eventually things pile up. Things become unmanageable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean – if if you if you don't clean your house for a year, at some point it's 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 just going to be overwhelming. You're yeah. just not going to be able to do it. Yeah, boy, that escalated quickly. Kinda, yeah. I mean, that really <laughs> got out of hand fast. And and that's what happens with people. Things yeah. th- things get away from them, and they can't get a handle on it. So, let's talk about how we can break these these patterns, these negative patterns of procrastination, of of avoidance, of having to do things. And sometimes it's easier to get motivated if it's something fun. Mm. Um, working out can be fun for some people, right? But for some of us, it still it still takes some effort to to get into that habit and right. and and make it happen. And that's the word that you just used. It's got to become a habit. Yes, right, absolutely. So so one of, one of the kind of counterintuitive or what I would call maybe a shocking thought about motivation is that it typically will come after a behavior starts, not before it. So I could say to myself, yeah, I really need to work out and I can feel in my, I I can say to myself logically, yeah, I I really need to work out, but I don't feel that motivated to do it because if I were that motivated, it would already be happening. Right. So, so at some point I need to force myself and and this is the part, this is taking that first step and, and, and and I'm going to say getting started is the most important thing you can do. Right. Because once I take that first step, now I'm I'm into doing it, and and once you start something like that, and people, if you, those of you who work out, you know you feel better, you mm-hmm. feel better physically, mm-hmm. you feel better mentally, you sleep better, you feel better emotionally. So why don't we do it? <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> a really good question. That's, that's the big if, you know. <laughs> I just want to take a pill and make, just make it all go away. Well, sure, you know? make all the fat really go quick. away. <laughs> I, I mean. You know, and, and it's just, I mean, and, and this is the nature of human condition. Why do we do things that are bad for us? Why don't we do things that are good for us? Mm. Um, and, and that's always going to be kind of a struggle, I think. It's um, pretty cool, I guess. Yeah. So again, let's go back to that. Motivation comes after, not before a new behavior starts. So author James Clear, um, he's got a great um, – He's got a website and he also has a couple of books, but I pulled some things off of his website because he's got some great explanations of how this works with people. Um, James Clear puts it this way. I like to refer to this effect as the physics of productivity because this is basically Newton's first law applied to habit formation. Objects in, mo- objects in motion tend to remain in motion. Once you begin a task, it is easier and faster to keep moving forward and, and think about that it's it's it again it's the first law of physics objects in motion tend to remain in motion so 
the point being is that your first step is to get into motion, whatever that is. And I'm talking in a, in a, not in a literal sense, or, or although it could be if you're doing something physical, such as working out. Mm-hmm. But you have to, you have to start moving, whatever that means to you. You have to start something. And at that point, then once you can develop some momentum, now, now you hit, now it's easier to focus on the motivation part because you see what's happening. You see mm-hmm. that it's productive. It, it encourages you as you move along. So I was, um, I have a, and and I'll come back to this at the end, but a lot of this information I've also pulled from an ebook that I've had, that I wrote, I don't know, maybe it's a couple years ago, but it is in my, uh, on my website uh, in my, in my store under ebooks. And I also will, uh, give the link at the end of today, at the end of the show notes for this. But I was talking with one of my, one of my colleagues and we're just talking about, um, um, Creating products such as whatever ebooks, hypnosis recordings, whatever uh, online courses, hmm. and he said something to me, and it struck me, and I wrote it down because I wanted to save it. And he said, "Most people," and I, and I'm going to paraphrase it because I think his exact words were, "It doesn't matter because most people are not going to do it anyway," huh. because he'll he'll say to me things like, um. Let me back up a little bit and just say in general, in, in the hypnosis world with a lot of hypnotists, there is – and I don't, I don't really worry about this, but a lot of people worry about, oh, we don't want to give away too many free good things that people will use and get a leg up on you as far as competition goes. Aren't you there to help? Well, no. I, I agree. <laughs> yeah. but, but a lot of people think that way. Yeah. So for example um, – I have my my buddy and mentor Richard Barker again, who's a nationally renowned hypnotist. He he'll he'll let me know when there are like programs that come up, like uh, oh, there's this great video editing app yeah. that you have to get. That's professional courtesy, and, yeah. <laughs> and typically, I will I will be honest. He's typically typically an affiliate for it, so he'll get, he gets this cut. But <laughs> but right. he'll say to me, and 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 this is when this came up because we were talking about this, and I said something to the effect of, "Well, boy, we don't want to we don't want to get give." We don't want too many people to get this because then they'll they'll have the, they'll have the advantages, same advantages we do, and not in a, not in a mean way, but just saying mm-hmm. if everybody had it, you know. Right. And he said, "Oh, don't worry." He says, "If I sell a hundred of these, ninety eight people won't use it." Wow. Yeah, and it's a fact. Mm-hmm. It, and so, so that's most people get excited about something, and that's why <laughs> we'll go off on a tangent for a minute, like infomercials. Right. You get excited about it. You buy whatever it is, and it never gets used, or it might get used once, right? Or, or it just maybe, or, maybe gets doesn't get used at all, or it didn't work at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how it works. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe not. So, 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 a lot of times mentally we get excited about something, but when it comes to the reality of it, we don't follow through. Hmm. So, what I call us, it's it's thought paralysis. Because a lot of people, they want to do something, just like working out. I keep coming back to that because that's something I'm struggling with right now. So working out, I can't tell you how many times a week I'll say to myself, oh, you know, I really should be working out. Yeah. And, and then I ponder it. I just think, oh, yeah, I could probably do it at this time. I may be able to do it later. Okay, what would I do? Gyms aren't open, so, and I do have some home equipment. So I go through this process in my head. And, and I call this, this, this paralysis because most people never do anything because they're always pondering how to do it mm-hmm. instead of just taking action, mm. just doing something. Just do it. 
I mean, honestly, today, if I said, oh, you know, if I answer myself honestly and said, yeah, I really should be working out, I would leave here in 10 minutes or so from now and I would go home and I would just run around the block a couple of times. Mm-hmm. That's it. I've started something. Right. You got to, you can't go, you know, false to the wall, part of the expression. Yes. Oh no, I get it. You got to go baby steps. You got to start small, build upon that because there's a lot of stuff going on in your brain. Those endorphins are starting Mm -hmm. to kick in, you know, and the more endorphins that that you build up over time, the more stamina you're going to build out and the better you're going to feel. You don't have to work out as hard to feel, continue to feel that. Absolutely. And and that's a, that's a great point, Max. I say this to clients every day. I'm like, listen. You can't look at the whole ball of whatever it is and say, I need to resolve this whole thing at once. Right. I said, you just need to do one thing. For people who are um, depressed, let's say, when, when I deal with people with depression, I'm like, listen, you can't get up and do 50 things today. It's too much. Right. And, and you're going to fail because you're, you're setting your sights too high. And then you're going to get right back where you started. And, and I tell them, I said, your, your number one goal is to get up at 8 a.m. for a week straight. Mm-hmm. Sounds simple, yeah. but it's a small step. And that's how you start to move. That's how you start getting, again, you start getting um, motivation as you take these little steps. Because you can do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and, and and that's a great point um, because if it's too much, you're just going to, it's just going to fail. It's like me saying, okay, I need to lift weights for three hours every day. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. Off the, not, yeah. not off the start. No. 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 Don't shut me up. <laughs> it's not going to work. That's the way it is. Um, so, so these are these are the kind of th- th- and and let me give you some um, examples of of how this would 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 influence you or how it would not work out for you. For working out, if you don't have a fixed time to work out every day, you're going to wake up every day thinking, "Well, I hope I feel motivated to work out today. Maybe I'll fit it in sometime during the day." It won't happen. Um, you know, if you run a business and you're thinking to yourself, hmm, uh, I don't have a marketing system. I'm going to have to get one of those sometime because mm-hmm. I think that's going to help me. But but if you don't add a schedule, if you don't add a commitment to it, it's just never going to happen. Right. Anything that you need to do or that you have a goal to do, if you don't schedule a specific day and time to do something, you're constantly going to be saying, you know what, I need to get this project started. Mm-hmm. And it never happens. How many of us have a calendar and keep it up to date? That, that's a great, a great point. Mm-hmm. Great point. And, and honestly, we all have phones. Everybody has a phone with <laughs> right. a calendar on it that gives you notices. <laughs> That'll connect to as many that emails will, as you want. <laughs> that will pop up at the time of an appointment to tell you to do this. Right. And how many people use that? I got three notifications. What is it for? Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> and, and, and probably, and I have, to, I have to admit it, I don't utilize it as I should. I mean, I do have important things on there that I need to know. So it, the, these statements that we say to ourselves, and we've talked a lot on this on the show about your subconscious thinking patterns, and it's it's all of these things that oh, you say to yourself, "I need to get this project started. I need to find self some self discipline. I need to get motivated." Those are all great statements, but until you take action, right. none of that means anything. You had mentioned physics earlier, not not yeah. a few moments ago. Yeah. What what. The, one of the uh, terms of physics is every action has an equal and opposite mm-hmm. reaction, reaction. Yep. right? In addition, to, in addition to Newton's law, which is an object in motion tends to remain in motion. Which, right. which, and you apply both of those together, you, you have to start something. And again, as Matt said, you just have to start. It's just one small thing. And even though it might seem to you that it's meaningless 
or seem to you that, you know, again, we set our goals too high sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not down, I'm not, you know, I'm not slamming people saying they shouldn't have high goals or standards, but, but you want to start very small. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what we're yelling about. <laughs> so don't wait for me. Don't wait for the motivation to just strike you like a lightning bolt. That's not going to happen. Hmm. So you you need to start scheduling habits. So let me give you an example of, of some famous people and kind of what they do. Um, Mayo Angelou rented a local hotel room and went there to write. And when, when she was writing a lot, she arrived at 630, wrote until two and then went home. She never slept at the hotel. It was her getaway to do her writing. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it, it would happen every day. She took herself out of an element, yep. put herself in an element that was specific for something. Pulitzer Prize winner Michael Chabon writes five nights per week from 10 p.m. to 3 a.m. and stays on that schedule every single day. Wow. Um, Stephen King, hmm. again, wrote how many books? tons of books. <laughs> I used to know how plays? many because I've read everything he's done. <laughs> every day he gets up, sits down from 8 to 8.30 where he has tea, a cup of water or tea, and then he has he has his vitamin pill and he plays his music. He sits in the same seat and the papers are all arranged in the same places. Hmm. This cumulative purpose of doing these things the same way every day is a way of saying to my mind, you're going to be dreaming soon. And what what he's that that quote goes on to mean that his mind is in the dreaming process right. to write. Right. You know, he's got some crazy stuff. Wow. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And C.S. Lewis, another author, would wake up at 8 a.m. every morning, have breakfast, and write from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. So th- these are all habits. These are all rituals that people subscribe to. Um, uh, we can call it a pregame routine. Mm-hmm. We, we talked about, we've talked a lot about athletics on the show, sports on the show. Um, we, in fact, we just did a show on sports performance a couple of shows back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of athletes have these pregame rituals. Right. You know, some of them, they, they, Michael Jordan has a documentary on Netflix right now. Yes. And there are so many clips of him putting his laces in his shoes. And that was mm-hmm. one of his biggest pregame rituals yep. that he had. And, and a lot of, and I'm not, not saying it's right or wrong, but again, a lot of athletes have these, these rituals and these routines. And, and they especially, and it tends to be, just coming from the mental health side of things, yeah. it tends to be baseball pitchers and hockey goalies seem to be the most bizarre. <laughs> they they just seem to, to to be the nuttiest people. Why so? Because <laughs> yeah. they have some weird routines and they, habits. They kind of do. Yeah, and and I, I'm I'm gonna we're gonna bring that to the show one day because I I I'm just kind of thinking out loud that it would be fun to see what kind of rituals some of these people. Right. Uh, <laughs> what they're involved in before they before they do it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. No, no, no. Do not listen to that man. <laughs> so whatever it is, whether it's a ritual, whether it's a routine, whatever it is for you, you need to lay that out ahead of time. It could be obscure and there's, sure. no ju- there's no, zero judgment. And like <laughs> I said, if it's something as simple as, okay, I want to I start working out every day. So the first thing is deciding, okay, what time do you want that to be? And it doesn't have to be the same time every day, but it should be consistent week to week. So for, so for example, say that you want to work out in the morning before work. 
for the next week, you just get up early. You don't even work out. Just get up at the time that you're going to be getting up to start working out and just do do that one step first. And right. again, some of you may get ahead of yourselves and, and that's – that's okay, I guess, but the whole, what you don't want to do is, again, just try to jump, try to fit the whole thing in, and then you end up just being overwhelmed and you stop. So just taking that one small step, that one small action to go towards what you're trying to accomplish. And again, make it easy. Just make it as easy as you can, because once you start getting wins, and I, I use that term in general as far as, yeah. once you start getting wins, you start feeling better. So if, if I want to work out every day, and I'm stuck on that because I'm telling myself this. <laughs> it's, it's becoming a habit, Dave. It is. <laughs> oh, good for you. So if, if I just commit to getting up an hour before I leave for work every day, just starting that way, that's all I need to worry about. And, and as I do that, I'm like, okay, I, I now I know I can do this. I, I've already made it a habit. So now I'm just going to add to this habit and mm-hmm. I'm just going to add something else because once that habit is established, it's not like you're, you're putting a whole pile of stuff on yourself to do and to accomplish. So that's, that's, that's a way to get started. Now that we have quite a bit left to deal with motivation. So I'm, I'm going to split this. Okay. We're going to do a part two next episode because I don't want to rush through all of this and not give you everything that you need. No, fair enough, man. Um, so what I want everybody to do, if you're listening right now, just think about what we started on. Just think about that, that the main key takeaways for today are motivation just doesn't hit you like a lightning bolt. You have to take a step to make it happen. And, and, and again, we go back to the whole theory that once you start moving, once you start doing, once you start acting, you tend to stay in it. You tend to stay in motion. You, you tend to keep moving. Mm-hmm. So just start something, whatever that is, and, and make it make it small enough so that you know you can accomplish it because then you're going to get the reward back and we start setting up this this uh, achievement reward circle, mm-hmm. this, 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 this cycle that you just continue to be in and then we build on that. So, and, and if you want to, and honestly, you could probably read ahead. My, my whole ebook is on my, um, on my website, uh, but I'm going to put the links in the show notes, uh, even though we're not quite done with motivation yet, you can still pick that up. Mm-hmm. So I'll put the, I'll put that link in the show notes where you can find that, um, secrets to motivation. And, and in that, just real quickly in that there, there are a bunch of charts that you can use. There's a schedule chart and we're going to talk about some other things with with uh, um, forms that you can fill out to kind of plan what you want to do. So it's very helpful. Uh, so take a look at that in the show notes. So next episode, we're going to be finishing up on secrets of motivation. And we're going to get you, you know, we're going to get you in gear. I want to say thanks to a couple of folks that chimed in on the socials. Oh, uh, fantastic. Uh, James Flanagan. Oh, uh, Jamie. He popped, he nice. popped in and uh, also Rufus popped in as well. Rufus. Well, yeah. thanks for popping in, Rufus. Yeah. So thanks, fellas, for yeah. uh, paying attention and listening and hopefully you enjoyed it. Yeah. Hopefully you did, Rufus. Hey, Rufus. Oh, good for you. <laughs> that means we love you. <laughs> so until next time, folks, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. I'll see you next time. (laughs) 